Hey everybody, welcome to Free Path Investor Podcast numero cinco. Uh, right now you might be able to tell we're in a slightly different location. That's because we are in Destin, Florida. We got the bay behind us and it is gorgeous outside. So we just got done shooting our podcast where we talked about a lot of amazing things uh, because we're, we're we just got done with a uh, mastermind with Chris Rude. So number one thing we talked about in this podcast was the idea of mastermind, what that is and why it's important. Right, so the common theme we kept coming back to was mindset. Is fear holding you back from living your full potential? Well, we're in a room of high-level thinking people, and that is not a common objection for anybody. So you've got to get over your fears and live your full potential. Investing is 80% mindset, and the other 20% is strategy and tactics and everything. So we're going to dive into that today. It was the common theme every speaker kept coming back to. So you're going to stick around because we also dropped some secrets that we just learned from some of the top performers in our industry. And we're going to share that with you today. So check it out. All right. Stay tuned, guys. What's up, guys? Brian Johnson. Jake LaRose. We are the Freedom Path Investors. We are. Yes, we are. Yes, we, we are, are uh, a real estate business out of St. Louis, Missouri. And today, we're not in St. Louis. We are in beautiful, sunny Destin, Florida. Yep. Looking outside the balcony right over here is the ocean. Actually, the bay side. The bay side. And uh, see some jet skiers, hear the birds. Nice scenery a golf course and why are we here well we're here talking because my flight's delayed and we need some time to kill i guess so uh, uh, and the other reason why we're here yeah so <laughs> we didn't just come for a vacation we came for business uh to, this was chris rude who is a uh, national real estate investor yep. he hosted a mastermind down here at his beach house um so what is a mastermind it's basically getting in a room of big thinkers high level people sharing business ideas, uh, talking about, you know, different business avenues that we weren't even aware of here. So high performing uh, people, high performing people. Yep. Um, so we were looking for something to help us in our business, whether it was going to be uh, more business coaching yeah. or this type of mastermind level thing. And uh, every all of our friends back home said, you need to get in a room with, with high level people. Higher level, so yep. It was just perfect timing. I saw an advertisement on Facebook for Chris's thing down here and it said, hey, it's, that sounds exactly what we're looking for and it's on the beach. So yeah, not bad. Come have some seafood and meet some new investors. So Chris is kind of, I mean, I don't Badass, wanna, rock star. He's a big deal. I didn't know who he was <laughs> at all. You've been following him for a while, right? Yeah, I pay attention to the social media stuff a little bit more, I guess. But yeah, uh, Chris, he is a not only a wholesaler and a flipper, he's been doing that stuff for a long time. He's been an entrepreneur his whole life mm -hmm. since he was 22, I think he said. Uh, ran some other businesses, and you know, not to brag, but I think he's brag on him. But I think he said he's a millionaire before he got into real estate. Yeah. So yeah, he, he had some capital that. to get going, where a lot of people start out with nothing. But yeah. Uh, but Chris is now more focused on uh, mobile home parks and, and land developments, affordable housing, basically, right? Affordable housing, and uh, that's really stuff we weren't even thinking about. You know, maybe there's something way down the road that we could yeah. dive into, you know, 
Uh, we are, we're focused on building a rental portfolio, single family homes right now and doing fix and flips on uh, single families as well. Everybody here though, they're talking about, you know, land deals and apartment buildings and stuff like that. Mobile so, home parks and right. just all kinds of crazy stuff. So the, the mastermind effect, I like to call it, um, what we learned here is 80% of the investor's mindset, 80% of investing is mindset. Correct. It kind of follows that 80-20 Pareto principle, that yeah. life rule. And um, we, there were several speakers here today, but they all really came back to mindset. Yeah, let's go over real quick with the speakers that were there and what kind of what they talked about. Yeah, so, on that for a so Chris Rude talked about you yeah. know everything we're talking about here, but he focused a lot on the mobile home parks and uh, being a dynamic investor. Yep. Uh, we had Robert Sislow, who uh, was one of Grant Cardone's main uh, marketing guys. Yep. I think he said he started in Grant's team when there were seven people, and when he left there, it was 150. Uh, so he really helped build the Cardone Capital. So brand. that was, yeah, day, that was, he was on day one. This is yeah. a two day thing. So he was on day one. Um, yeah, he spoke both days. He yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. He did. You're right. So we had Robert, um, Chris Nagel, Chris, Chris Noggle. Noggle. Thank you. Uh, he is, he has been coined the number one uh, yeah. private money, uh, money, million, I, mil, I don't know. I hope he's not listening. We'll, we'll find a link <laughs> and drop it down there. Chris is a money yeah. expert yep. and real estate investor, former pro snowboarder. He's a really cool guy. Yeah, super cool guy. I had a actually show on HGTV too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool. Uh, Coach Michael Burke. Yeah, that guy. He was wild, wasn't he? He was intense, man. Uh, former basketball coach. Re- won some championships. He, he took a ships. took a pretty much nothing bas- women's basketball team and made them a national powerhouse yep. over 10 years. Um, he talked about prey drive, which is pretty cool. And again, we'll go learn more about that kind of stuff. We'll we'll link it into the yeah. description and stuff. Uh, who else? Adrian Nez, uh, investor and really big marketing guy, talked about SEO and growing business online. Yeah. Um, who else do we have? Will Morris. Will Morris. That was crazy stuff. Kind of blew our mind learning about private equity funds. Yeah. And then uh, Chris's wife was there. She got up there and talked to him too. They're a, kind of a powerhouse. You know, a couple, and she's a real estate agent. Chris Rude's wife. Yeah, yeah. Patty, Patty Rude. She was there. Uh, Big Mama. Big Mama Rude. Yeah, she's awesome. Who are we forgetting, man? Anybody? Uh, I think yes, we are. It. No, no, we're forgetting. Um, uh, Evan Holiday. Evan Holiday. Talked about affordable housing development. Yes. Pretty big stuff there. Yep. Um, basically, you can get the government to fund all these big, huge $40 million you know, development deals. Yep. And uh, he gets to stay in the deal at the end and collect cash flow and make a bunch of money on the project development in the meantime. Yep. And um, I think that's basically it. Are we forgetting I mean, anybody? I don't, I don't think so, man. I'm just kind of, we're, we're cheating today. We're going, we have notes, you know, I took, yeah. I took a ton of notes over here. But we really just wanted to capture everything we learned here at this event. And uh, so sorry much. for forgetting anybody if they're watching, but yeah. I think that was basically it. We crammed a lot in the two days. Like I said, though, we really would talk today about everything we learned on mindset. And um, like I said, we came to this event and we wanted to level up. And a lot of what we talked about is expanding the bandwidth of your mind. So, yeah, correct. And I just want to say that the mindset was kind of like an overarching theme to all these speakers because. Um, I mean, there is people from, you know, that were lower than us. They're not even doing any business in real estate right now. Mm-hmm. Right. To guys that are talking about, wasn't there somebody talking about buying a plane <laughs> right. in this room? Yeah. I mean, so that kind of gives you the level. Yeah. The next one is going to be flying in on a private plane probably. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, 
the overarching thing that surrounds all of this is your mindset. We talked a lot about systems here, mm-hmm. but you can't do a high level system with a low level mindset. So right, let's right. keep going. Bar. Yeah, basically I wrote down here, expanding your bandwidth will force you to grow. So we're on the bandwidth of our mind. We're right here talking about, you know, single family deals and stuff and mm-hmm. uh, the burst strategy. We talk about that a lot. Yeah. And that's kind of our lane. That's our focus right now. But we just expanded our bandwidth where, well, we know how to put together these, these big deals, these mobile home park deals and stuff yeah. like that. Um, we know a guy that can come in and partner with it on us now. And mm-hmm. um, it's just, it's a huge stuff, man. Uh, Switching what, from what we think is n- maybe way outside of what we do or impossible to possible. Right. Right. It's, it's switching that belief. It's switching um, also what's the fear of the unknown. Right. And all that. Well, so. we, I mean, so we have like a five year vision for our business. Right. And we're still going to stick to that. We're yes. not going to go home and tear it down. But uh, people were ch- kind of challenging us. Like, well, why do you think it's going to take five years? Why not do it in one or two? Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. Um, so, and then the other thing was the environment, getting yourself in the right environment. What did I write down the back? Get around big thinking people and play bigger. Yep. So everybody here is, like Jake said, some new people just starting out to doing these land development deals mm-hmm. and um, getting a different room of people that are like-minded, yep. but are talking about stuff we were not even aware of or thought was going to be the the 20 years out from, from right now. Yeah. I mean, so when I first got into real estate, as far as mind shift uh, sets go, you know, the idea of making a six figure salary was something I've always wanted to do, but still kind of like, what? Right. But now it's just like, these guys are saying, just add another zero or two. What's the difference? It's just another zero. It's just money. Well, it's like, holy crap. <laughs> you know, we came from pretty modest beginnings, you yeah. know, working kind of blue collar industry stuff. And the, to this, uh, real estate investing to, to people like this, it's kind of a game. They're just playing with numbers. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's a really good thing to touch on. Like I think Will said, it's just, uh, Will Morris talking about the equity funds. It's like just playing chess with all these different pieces to put together the thing. Yeah. And, yeah. But that's actually in uh, a very common mm-hmm. uh, phraseology that they use all the speakers. It's a game. It's a game. It's a game. It's a game. And that's a mindset right. twist right there that you may not be used to. So, I mean, why we're on the subject of thinking big, uh, something uh, Chris and Chris Rude and his wife Patty got up there and talked about was the visualizing. Yeah. They, they've been doing this practice for years of kind of having a vision board for their family and manifesting those dreams. And I wrote this down, visualizing your future. It's in your imagination. Yeah. So if you're telling yourself that you can't do something or you are not believing in yourself that it's possible, well, then it's not going to become possible. Right. But if you have a big, hairy, audacious goal and you know you have the intensity and the drive to get some stuff done, why should you tell yourself it's impossible? Well, I think it's, I mean, it, yeah, if you have the intensity and, and drive to get it done, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't have that intensity and drive, though, right. or because they don't believe they can get it done. So it's kind of this like two different conflicting viewpoints that they have in their head at the same exact time. Mm-hmm. I think the thing is just always keep that in there and then protect yourself from outside people trying to derail you. Right. Don't let third party influencers tear you down. Yeah. So third party could mean uh, family or friends or just, haters, trolls on Twitter or Facebook, you know, social media, social media, yeah. uh, people are going to, 
you know, see what you're doing and trying to make a better life for yourself. And not everybody likes seeing successful people. Yeah. I mean, so mindset, hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. Real quick, Brian. So the term mindset, I think I'm right about this is it's a a real psychological term and there's a growth mindset and there's a fixed fixed mindset. mindset, Okay. And one of the things that these two, these two mindsets are at odds with one another. And a lot of times people with a fixed mindset will throw shade at people with a growth mindset because it flies in the face of what they know is real. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it honestly attacks their belief systems. Um, so there's a lot of conflict that happens there. And, and everybody probably knows somebody that has a fixed mindset or the m- like majority of people that they know have a mixed f- mindset. And if you're trying to achieve this large, big, hairy, audacious goal, there's gonna be a lot of people that want to see you fail at that right. subconsciously. So those third-party influencers will cause that negative self-talk, yeah. and you're gonna start to believe them, yeah. or just start to you know tear yourself down. Yeah. So you have to remove those internal thoughts that prevent that external action to go after those big goals. Um, another thing, you know, what we we kind of just touched on it there. That Coach Michael Burke talked about was that pray drive. Yeah. Not pray like go to church, but pray uh, like. You know, like a dog chasing a rabbit, a rabid dog or a ferocious lion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the prey drive is the persistence and the intensity to, to go after these goals. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of different fact. Everybody has a different factor that triggers their prey drive. Yeah. Um, he outlined five things, but said that there's more than that. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm sure I wrote them down here, but one of them he talked about was uh, being challenged and you saw this in uh, a high performance athlete like Michael Jordan. You just saw that if you watch the uh, documentary, uh, the last dance, uh, there are so many examples of this where he was challenged. Um, people said he was uh, not the best uh, defender in the league or uh, he was not all that. And he would just, okay, he, well, yeah, I'm yeah, going to come out here and prove you. Yeah. He always had to prove, I'm going to prove you yeah, wrong. He exactly. always wanted to prove people wrong. And the, being in the face of adversity, what was drove him to the next level. Yep. Um, enough about sport analogies and everything. But um, so, th- on the subject of just thinking big, it was the common theme of this whole weekend here. Um, you know, why are why are we doing the, all this? Why mm-hmm. do we want to have a business for ourselves? Right. So I see so many people that are slaves to their business. They don't have a life. So we're trying to design a business around what's highly enjoyable and highly profitable. Um, one of the big things I noticed with Chris is, you know, he's a hustler. He's a serial op- entrepreneur. He's a grinder. And I used to have a kind of a, a negative, you know, connotation about that where, well, I'm, I'm not the type of personality. I'm just going to grind it out for a hundred hours a week just because I love work. Right. You know, but he's operating at a high level in his business where he's the spearhead of his company. Yes. He's doing what he loves in the business and delegating everything else to people that he trusts that have yeah. built out a solid, small, nimble team. Yep. But he's doing so much. I would have thought he would have had a back office of like 50 to a hundred people. No, he's got, he does a large wholesaling operation and he also, um, he does the high level negotiations for the like mobile home parts and things like that that he purchases, the land deals that he purchases, but he's only got like a staff of three people mm-hmm. in his office and then some other folks spread out here and there. Right. Um, guy's amazing. The, the thing is you see so many people that they can't delegate, they have to do, they're the technician, they have to do everything, you know? Yeah. 
And um, some people never get over that. And it's maybe they can be successful enough, but they can never live a life where they are truly free, you know? Right. They feel like they have to control everything, dominate everything all the time. And they're just constantly like kids running from the ball in a soccer field and just chasing. I wrote this quote down. I don't know if Chris said it or somebody else, but your business should serve your life, not, not run it. A lot of people say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Removing the, yeah, we've talked about pretty much everything here, but as far as thinking big, um, one of the things Chris talked about here coming up in the near future, we're going to see one of the biggest opportunities in history in the next six months. What um, is that? As far as real the real estate investing world, um, some people are coining the term, there's going to be the next big reset. So we're in a 12-year cycle right now, or a 12-year run. Of a up cycle. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So over the past 75 years in the market, every seven to eight years, uh, the market will take a dip. Yep. And it's usually forced a forced dip by the Federal Reserve. We, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole right now. That's above our pay grade for right. sure. But it's every seven to eight years, there's like a recession, mm-hmm. something to set you know, the money back a little bit. And so, so everything that's going that. on with the COVID pandemic and the shutdown and everything, um, it's it's wreaking havoc on a lot of families, a lot of people. People have lost their jobs. They've been out of work all this time. Uh, they've, they ha- they're either going to have to downsize or their house is going to get foreclosed they on. They can't pay rent. They can't pay their mortgage. Right. And that's where we come into play. Tired landlords um, of, you know, they had renters that weren't paying. They're going to have to get rid of that property. So when I say it's the biggest opportunity coming up here, you, and Chris talked about being a, a dynamic investor, you have to get on that level if you are going to be ready to serve all these people. Right. Yes. So what, but Chris kind of drew a triangle on the whiteboard of, you know, down here you have so many people that never get out of this cycle of getting the deal, getting it sold, getting the deal, getting it sold. It's a stop and a start. But the top of the the triangle is the capital capital piece. Yeah. And that's how you start controlling your, your, right. Your, your deal there. So, so, he's basically saying I'm just focused on raising the capital right now to get ready for this because there's, if you're not highly capitalized, you're not going to be able to help these people out and bail them out of a jam. Um, And when I say, you know, opportunity, I don't mean take advantage of people. We need to be ready to serve these people. And I'm talking about doing everything ethically. Obviously you're not taking advantage of people, but as real estate investors, like, this is when you want the best time to buy is when the markets, t- when you're, you want to buy in the dip. Yeah. And that's, there's probably gonna be a big dip coming here. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're here to help, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So, so, so Chris talked a lot about um, he's big into mobile home parks. Why and, is he big into mobile home parks? Well, the market's crazy. The, there's this, we've been at the top for so long and, but there's not been enough new affordable housing. And there's such a constriction on that right now. So and uh, you can't build a new construction home right now and sell it and be profitable for like less than $200,000. Yeah, I think the cost to build right now is like 130000 or something like that. Something like oh, not 130000 $130 per square foot to build. Not including the land acquisition yeah. and if you got to bring in utilities. Uh, so unless you're a big, huge developer doing big subdivisions, yeah. you can't sell it for less than two hundred and be profitable. So there's a huge need in the market for that affordable housing, which this is where the mobile yeah. home parks come in. 
Right. And so also too, he's staying on the front of the wave. So basically there's a forbearance coming, right? And when those notes start to be, when the banks want you to start paying your note again, there's gonna be a lot of people that can't afford to pay it. So mm -hmm. what's gonna happen is people are start trickling down to more affordable and affordable homes. So at the bottom of that is mobile home parks for the most part and multifamily buildings. So he's just staying ahead of the, ahead of the wave. We learned a lot about that. Right. So, I mean, if anybody's out there listening to this and they're new to real estate investing or wanting to get into it, you have to believe that you have the skills to wake up every day to solve somebody's problems. This is what we're, what we're here for. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, like everything we just outlined there, there's going to be a lot of people with problems coming up here. Yeah. Um, we've been grateful enough to not be really be affected by it, but there's a lot of people struggling, man. And, um, you know, it is, it is what it is. We're definitely grateful to be in the position we are. Right. That's for sure. Right. So. So, man, uh, we could talk for hours about everything we covered in this event here today. Um, yeah. So what's what's the uh, number one takeaway for you that we're going to be able to go home and start applying in our business? Uh, so I was talking to this about some guys before and talked to you about it too. I think the number one takeaway for me, which will help our business, is just the, the mindset of – just getting over that fear of putting myself out there in social media. I don't know if you guys can tell by just this recording, I'm not comfortable in front of a camera. Um, I kind of trip over my words much more than I naturally do when I do that. And so um, I just got to put myself out there more and just get over that fear. Uh, Robert Sislow talked to Brian, which you know was really helpful when he, you told me this, but basically there's three reasons why people really, in his mind, people don't want well, to put themselves out Well, because I asked him, why aren't more people promoting themselves right. and with so, social media? Yeah, and yeah. he says because, one, number one, they're probably just afraid. Number two, they're trying to hide something. Or number three, they're doing something unethical. Yeah. Um, so it kind of, well, you got to get over your fear. You got to learn. You don't get over your fear. You learn how to live with your fear. Mm. And that's and that's something that requires, I'm not trying to say I'm brave or courageous or anything, but I, recording this, but well, I was surprised to hear Chris Root say that th he's still, this stuff makes, Oh, he doesn't like it. Yeah. He hates he, it. Yeah. He, he hates promoting. He himself. understands the importance of it. Actually, I should say, I don't, I don't want to speak for Chris. He might love it, a lot, but, um, <laughs> it, he was it, joking around about the not, first, when he first started really yeah, doing it, it's not natural to him. And yeah. I, and I, I actually had a couple conversations with Robert, you know, like, Hey, do you like, I'm not really good on Facebook lies for instance. Um, and he was like, just keep doing it. You'll get better over time. Yeah, as far as the marketing, branding, and stuff, we're already kind of trying to put ourselves out in the universe more. Yeah. But like talking to Robert, he gave me a few pointers where I can go home and make a few tweaks and we can just get our message out to so many more people. So, yeah. Um, that was huge. Uh, for me, I think, you know, everything we learned about private equity and, yeah, you know, something I didn't think would ever be possible is to, to pull funds together to go out and take down a big package of deals. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's just going home and having conversations with people already investing in our business or people we've talked about doing it with. Mm -hmm. um, we have a whole nother vehicle now. Yeah. You know, a whole better way. So yep. um, I think number three, lastly, is just, um, where, where was I going to go here? <laughs> That's okay. Hey, we, we were up. Um... Yeah, we were up late. Uh, we ended the night with a bonfire on the beach. I had a few drinks yeah. and... Uh, yeah, I'm drinking coffee at two o'clock in the day. Two thirty. Two thirty. Uh no, we were just up. I was up to two thirty in the morning. So I'm a little tired today. Yeah. Well, I mean, so number three, I was gonna say, uh, we're we're really focused on, you know, going after the deals that are in our buy box and we mm -hmm. don't really do much outside of that. So 
you know, why can't we just call up a list of mobile home park owners and see if they're, they're ready to sell? Yeah. We know a guy that we can partner with now. Yep. You know? So one of the things I like to visualize here is that, you know, you have a, you have a road and you're going in a certain, you're going to a certain destination, right? And it's not, a, it's okay to kind of sh- change lanes a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, if it, as long as you're going to the same destination, what we just did was, you know, you talked about bandwidth. We just broadened that road. We still want to go to the same destination, but now we have more ways of capitalizing on opportunity than we originally thought that we had. Yeah, absolutely. So it's huge, huge stuff. Um, I would just give the advice for anybody watching. Like if you've ever thought about going to a mastermind or, I mean, it's more commonly like seminars type of stuff, but yeah. Um, you know, the biggest objection is probably the price tag or you think it's just going to be a sales fest. Um, vet, I would say this, vet where you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, kind of look into it a little bit. I trusted Brian's judgment. He's the one that presented this one to me, but definitely look into each one make sure there's uh, they're credible people. I mean, Chris talked about ethics and morals right away. And I loved hearing it. And yes, there were, there were speakers that were offering some, you know, they're promoting themselves, but guess what? I, I it was, you know, they, yes, they have stuff to sell. Yeah. And but it, it wasn't like a hard sell, like do like a timeshare or anything like yeah. that. Like it, it, it was, there's a room of 30 people. Yeah. Here's what I can do and help you guys come yeah. talk to me if you're interested. But did you, you get know? value out of this? Oh my, the first 30 minutes we were there. What did we spend? Five grand ahead. So $10,000 right here. We just spent for this yeah. and we were happy to spend that. I mean, I, I thought day one was worth that price yeah. tag. Um, and we got a couple dinners on the beach out of it, and uh, they're really good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, absolutely, I think he could have charged way more for this. Probably, yeah, yeah probably. Um, I want to keep touching about mindset a little bit here. I yeah. think there's something we're missing, to be honest with you, buddy. I think we touched on all my notes, man. So unless yeah. you got something else in your head, I, I always have something in my head. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, wish I, bring it. Well, I think it's a good way to end it here, then. Um, if you guys are not subscribed to our channel already, please go down. If you like what you're hearing, so hit the subscribe button and the notification uh, bell there. Yep. And uh, we, we'll put these videos, these podcast videos out once a week, usually on Friday and Saturday. Uh, we'll be putting more content out, though, on Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. So like us on all those channels if you want to keep up with what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you just want to reach out, talk about real estate, uh I'll leave our phone number in here. Reach out to Jake and I, or yep. send us a Facebook message, whatever. So yeah, we'll we'll leave all of our contact information, how to find us yeah. on social media, and all that stuff. Um, we'll, also, we should probably put links to everybody we talked about yeah, here, and you guys can go check them out too. So we're gonna try to get somebody from the mastermind onto the next episode. Yeah, we're still working on that. We had a couple people said that they would do it, but I think we were all kind of drunk at the time. So <laughs> um, we're we're gonna work on that. Uh, so. So Will Morris was talking about maybe possibly doing it. I think Robert said he might do it. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get somebody on for before next week yeah. and we'll figure it out. So, but hey guys, thanks for watching. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, comment if uh, if you want to if you had questions about anything. Love to hear your feedback in the comments too. So yep. All right, see you back at St. Louis next time. Bye everybody. See you.